Hey guys, this is Lisa, the purple-haired mom, and welcome back to the Purple-Haired Podcast. It is a little bit of a late night tonight doing our podcast, but um, I don't know. I I feel kind of relaxed and I felt like doing it tonight, so we're going to do a late night podcast. So I promised you guys last time that I was going to do be a little bit more organized in my podcasting and so this is going to be this particular one is going to start our season two of a podcast so I wanted to do a business related podcast now for those of you that don't know I am the owner and founder of my business is purple haired mom but I have two branches of that so collectively it's purple haired mom and then I have amethyst events and marketing which is my event company and marketing and PR. And then I have my Amethyst Eclectic Beauty, which is my online store with uh, cosmetics and skincare and also um, accessories like shirts and, you know, all kinds of stuff. So I have, for the last several years, been kind of merging my events and marketing together. Um, I, when I was living in LA, I worked with a company who kind of got me into this. And so I'm using events now to help small businesses really focus on their reach, focus on saving money instead of spending more money and getting a return on investment that is making a profit. So instead of spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on advertisement that you don't get a return on your investment. And it's one thing to put something on a TV or put something on a radio about your product, but people are not seeing, touching, feeling, seeing your product. It's one thing to see it right there, but they can't touch it. They can't talk to you personally about the product, ask you questions, and really kind of have that personal touch. So the company I worked for in LA, we really kind of brought it together by having events where people could market their products and actually have kind of like a trade show. But instead of being a trade show where you like hire people for, cause trade shows are usually for like weddings and things like that, where you're just kind of hiring somebody for your event. It's an event to hire for an event. This is more an event where people get to know your product. People get to know, you know, you and we invite local celebrities to, see your product, really get to know you, get to know your product. They will take pictures for you and you have like your own kind of book of like advertising right there and it's all inclusive instead of paying for this, 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 and this. But I digress. What I want to talk about today has to do with, obviously we can't do events right now. I mean we can, but we have to be very picky about what we do. So... I've been trying to help businesses come up with alternative ways of really getting their business out there because small businesses, my brick and mortars, have been struggling big time, especially because a lot of them are only open at part capacity. So they can't bring in all the people that they used to. But I'm also noticing a lot of mistakes that are being made by these companies. And I'm kind of going to touch on a few of those. So one thing that I have noticed is a lot of people that have their own business, like they have a salon or they have a restaurant or they have a food truck 
or they have, you know, something to that nature. Like you are physically opening a store or something every day and that is your business, okay? You have to separate it from your personal life, okay? I've seen so many times to where I'm looking at somebody's personal Facebook page and it's like family, 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 family. Oh, here's a post about my restaurant. Come on down for sandwiches. We're having a half price off on this sandwich. Family, 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 family. Talk about this political post, blah, 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 blah. Okay. So if somebody is looking for your business, they can't unless they are your friend or unless your Facebook is public. Most people don't want a public Facebook because then you get unwanted guests dipping into your life. This is why it is so important that if you have a business, that you make a business page, okay? There should be somebody on your payroll whose singular job it is to handle your business marketing, your Twitter, your Instagram, your Facebook, all of this for your business because you want, you want customers, you want clients. And the only way you're going to get clients is by getting a more reach, getting more reach. And if you're doing Facebook posts on your personal page and that's where you're talking about your company, then you're limiting yourself. Because then you're relying on the word of mouth of your friends and family that see your posts. Oh, hey, did let me share this. Let me share this. Let me share. But then you get stuck with like, if people can't, if, you're, if, if your security settings are a certain way, then certain people can't, still can't see them. So you're limiting your reach. If you make a business Facebook page, okay, make a business Facebook page. It's dedicated totally to your business. And you make posts on your business Facebook page. And then you send out requests for people to like your page. And then they can send, tell people to like your page. And then they can promote your business page because your business page is an open page. It's not about security settings. It's not about this because everything on your Facebook page for your business, you want people to see. Not so much on your personal page. You got to think if somebody's looking for you, if you're a hairstylist and you're wanting people to come get their hair done and people are ha going to your personal Facebook page and having to sift through your personal stuff and possibly see things that they really don't want to see. They don't want to see your political affiliation. They don't want to see you getting drunk with your buddies. They don't want to see that to try to get to your business post to see anything about your business. You've just cut off a whole bunch of customers. Dedicated business page means that you have all that reach. And that's where you put your website. And if you are a brick and mortar business and you do not have a website, there's a problem. Because again, you're cutting off a lot of customers because with a website, you're getting Google reach. Google is your friend. Because when somebody, somebody Googles hairstylists in this zip code and that's where you are, you want to pop up. And people are going to be more likely to call someplace that they can see on a website. 
And websites are really not that difficult to do anymore because you can go places like GoDaddy and things like that and have a website. You can get a domain for like a dollar ninety nine. You can. I have my my personal domain that I have. I can tell you right now, my domain is eleven. What is it like eleven ninety nine? I'll tell you right now. Hold on, I have this information. I was just writing it down not that long ago because I was getting all my information together. But I have a whole thing. It's like $11.99 a year for my domain on GoDaddy. Or there's places that you can go like Hello You Designs. There's all these different places that will help you build a website. And it's a good website. You don't have to have some guy that you pay $1,500 to to make a website. Is it, you know, later on down the line when you have more revenue, hire that guy. But until then, you want to have a dedicated space for your clients to be able to go to to see about you. You want to put your testimonials on there. If you have people that are really satisfied with the way that, we'll just stick with hairstylists because that's the easiest one to do. If you've got people that you've cut their hair, you've styled their hair, you've dyed their hair, and they love you, have them make a testimonial. Put that testimonial on your page. Put that Have people that have had your business go to your Facebook page for your business and put a review. That's how people are going to find you because that's going to circulate around and then people are going to be looking for ABC hairstylists because this person and this person and this person and this person said that they did great work. It's not them going to your personal Facebook page and having to sift through all the crap just to get to you and to see what you do because by that time I can tell you right now if I am looking at a business if I'm looking at a photographer and I they're doing photography and they're going to you know they're on their Jane Smith's Facebook page and there's all of this stuff about, oh, here's family and friends. And oh, by the way, I do photography and I'm looking for a photographer. And in events, I look for photographers because I want photographers that I can pay to take pictures of the event because this, these pictures are going to be something for my clients to use, something for me to use. These are going to be very important photos. So I'm going to be looking for somebody that's professional. It does not look professional to me if I'm going to your personal Facebook page and having to sift through your girl's night out or your funny baby pictures. Not that I don't love babies. I have four of them. Well, they're not babies anymore, but I love babies. But if I'm looking for a business, I don't want to have to sift through all that unless it's pictures of babies that you have taken. But I'm talking about I don't want to see your iPhone pictures of what you did or, or what you ate or this. I want to see your professional portfolio. So I want to go to your page, Photos by Jane, to be able to see what you've done. So that is one of the biggest mistakes that people make is they don't dedicate a space for their business. If you are, if you have any type of business, I don't care what it is, a tire shop, a car mechanic, a hair salon, a photographer, and you have some place, you have a studio, or you have a salon, or you have a shop, anything like that, you should A, have a website that people can go to, B, have social media that somebody is dedicating their time to. 
This is why people have social media monitors. People think that social media marketing is a joke and that people associated it with only with MLMs or pyramid schemes or this. No, social media marketing is a big deal. I offer this to people where I will, you know, for a period of time, I will help you run your social media. I will get you up and started. You know, I just started my uh, cosmetic lines social media page on Instagram, okay? And I've had it maybe now for a couple months and I'm already up to almost 5,000 followers on Instagram because it's, it's dedicated to my business. So people that are excited about makeup and want to see about makeup and want to know what I do, they go there. They can contact me. We can have a chat, whatever, about my business. But I also run it. I make sure that I take time. There is a dedicated amount of time per day that I spend on my business, business social media because that's what I'm there for. When I get bigger and when I get more popular, when I get more successful, I will hire somebody to take care of my social media. That's what I will do. But you need to have dedicated social media, okay? The second thing that I'm seeing is collaborations that are very one-sided. Okay, what do I mean by that? Example, there is a place that I know of. I'm not gonna name names because I will be having a personal conversation with, with the business as far as how things are going. Um, they are a potential client, so it's gonna be very generalized. But there is, um, they're a salon, okay? And they don't hire their own hairstylists. A lot of places don't though. A lot of places they will have the building. They, and you know, they have partners that they do dedicated work there, but then the rest of the booths, they actually rent out to other hairstylists or nail techs or massage people, what have you. It has the potential, you know, to grow because of that. So the people that are coming in that aren't partnered up with them and dedicated there are actual, actually independent contractors. They're not employees of the salon. They're independent contractors that are renting the space from them. Okay, so a lot of times they will supplement their income if they don't have a lot of people renting space because they do have dedicated clients because the owner or maybe there's three owners, four owners, whatever, and they have space there or they have a, a nail tech that is strictly theirs and she does work there. So that income and revenue is coming in, but also a lot of times they will split it and they will bring in things like clothing, accessories, shoes, sunglasses, sometimes whole things like tanning beds, you know, whatever. They'll bring something else in to set off and balance the revenue. So what they do is most of these places are online businesses. So one, two, three clothing company is looking to get people's eyes on their merchandise. So they pair up with ABC salon to carry the merchandise. So they'll order a bunch of stuff, put it into the salon. And then the customers that are coming into the salon are seeing the merchandise and purchasing it. So because of that, there's like a little, so the clothing company is kind of paying a fee, like a rental fee for the space that their clothing's in. But here's the problem that I'm seeing. So I saw a post the other day 
somebody was standing there in a nice outfit and they were like, they're like, hey, you want to see more of this? I'm carrying this in my salon. Hit up at 123 Clothing. So the problem with that, you gave credit, obviously, to the clothing company that made it, but you tagged them. So here's the problem with that. So now, if the person, if I'm the customer looking at your post, I am looking at your post going, okay, I like that outfit. Am I thinking about coming to your salon to get it? No. I'm going to go to at one, two, three clothing because you tagged them in it. And I'm going to order it from them because that means I don't have to get up and do anything. You see the problem? It becomes a one-sided collaboration. You're giving all of the business to one, two, three clothing. So at that point, why do they need you? Why do they need to pay rent for their clothing to be in your, in your salon if you're giving them all the traffic to their page, to their website? That's where the problem is. It becomes one-sided because you could have had a potential customer. Because if you would have said, hey, Drop by, you know, you like this? Oh, we got plenty of these. Drop by the salon to get yours today. And I see that and I'm like, ooh, I'm about to go buy that salon. I'm about to go down there. I like that. I'm going to go down there and I'm going to see what's up. I walk in. I see the outfit that I'm, I want and I'm thinking, ooh, you know what? Um, I like the way she's doing hair. Can I make an appointment? You see what just happened? You got a customer because they came in for the clothing, but they saw what you were doing. They, they came in for the clothing and left with a hair appointment or a nail appointment. The other thing is, is that now that things are more open, why would you not open yourself up more? So you've got clothing, you've got shoes, you've got accessories. You've got hair, you've got nails. You've got all the things you need for a fashion show. Now, this used to be a big thing that used to happen when I was a teenager. That you'd hear people all the time talk about, oh, I'm part of Teen Night at, or I forget what they used to call it. It was like Teen Night at Macy's or Teen Night at JCPenney's. And what it was is that whenever the seasons changed, whatever, it was either JCPenney, sometimes JCPenney, Sears, I'm trying to think of the big ones. JCPenney, Sears, um, McAlpin's, I'm aging myself, but what they would do is they would host a talent show, or not a talent show, I'm sorry, they would host a, a fashion show, and they would audition high schoolers to be the models, to see, you know, to show off the clothing that they were going to be selling in the store, and it would happen in the mall. They'd set up a runway, they'd have some, they'd have a local in-mall hairstylist, so you had, because malls have like hair salons in the mall, they would have somebody come in and do that. They would have a local makeup artist come and do the makeup for the people and then they would have a fashion show. So not only were you getting to see the fashion from whatever store was doing it, but then they also made sure to tell you hair by so-and-so, makeup by so-and-so. So especially when you get around homecoming, prom, wedding time, 
what have you. People are seeing whole looks. So they know if they like that look, they got to go to this place to get their hair done, this place to get their makeup done, and this place to get the clothes. So that's where a collaboration all comes together beautifully because that gives all of you the potential for clients instead of just pushing it to the one person. So where you are on a post talking about, oh, I love this outfit, I love this outfit, hit up blah, blah, one, two, three clothing for this, for this product. Because like I said, people are going to, people don't want to have to do that much. People, especially right now, people are not wanting to leave their house. And if you're giving them an excuse not to leave the house, they're not going to leave the house. So if you just told them that to, to go to this person and they see this person as an online store and they really like what you had on, they're going to buy it from them, which means they completely bypassed you. You just became free advertising for that company. And you should never be free advertising for anybody. Your time is worth money. So if you're going to be doing any advertising, you should be advertising for yourself, not for somebody else. If you're going to advertise for that person who's, you know, taking up space in your store, do something to make them come to your store to see the items. So those are the two biggest mistakes that I'm seeing. So A, not having dedicated space for your business online and social media and one-sided collaborations. All of these things are super easy to fix. I, this is what I do. I coach businesses. Like I said, it's not just network marketers that I coach. Though a lot of network marketers are the ones that need help because they're trying not to be very salesy. They're trying not to be overly obnoxious. Yes, that is a, a big group of people that I do help. But my brick and mortar businesses are making huge mistakes and really missing out on opportunities to really get their businesses booming. And that's what I'm here for. So if you are one of those businesses and you're listening to this and you're going, um, that sounds familiar. Hmm. Okay, here's what you need to do. You go to my website, purplehairmom.com. Okay, purplehairmom.com. And you go to information. Put in your email address shoot me a line let me know what your biggest struggle is what we'll do is we'll sit down we'll have a consultation okay I will offer you a free 30-minute consultation okay kind of make a plan I'll let you know what I do if you feel like this is something for you and you feel like this is something we can work on together then great we'll go from there if not no no must no fuss right but if you really want to turn your business around and you really want to utilize what is out there, then trust me, we'll be working together. So go to Purple Hair Mom. That's P-U-R-P-L-E-H-A-I-R-M-O-M.com. Or you can come to my Facebook page. Uh, there's Purple Haired Mom. Uh, Mom is my Facebook page. Um, just, you know, find me on Facebook. Okay, you obviously I'm sure you can see my face and everything on this podcast if you're listening to it. But find me. I want to fix this problem for you because this is 
especially right now when these small businesses really need to be doing more business, hindering yourself is not, not what you need to be doing. So that ends the first podcast of the second season, the business season. So I'm going to be doing, um, probably podcasts and probably backing it up with a YouTube video, probably on the same subject because some people don't like podcasts. Some people would rather watch videos. So I'll be doing videos on my YouTube channel. Um, and all of my stuff, if you go to my YouTube channel, um, my YouTube channel is actually under my name. It's Lisa Holder, L-Y-S-S-A-H-O-L-D-E-R. And I'm going to be putting like all of my social media on my YouTube page and everything. It's including this podcast. So I'm going to be making a video with these same tips and I'm going to try to give as many free tips as possible to you know, for people that just kind of need that little extra uh, push. But if you need more than that and you are desperately looking for ways to increase your reach and be able to get customers inside your stores, like I said, we can dish. So I will talk to you guys next week on the second podcast of season two and um i said it'll be more organized can't tell you what it's going to be about because i'm not sure yet but we'll talk again soon and uh thanks for joining us on the purple haired podcast purple haired mom out have a good night guys